This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3512 for Tuesday the 18th of January 2022. Today's show is entitled, Bald Acquaintance. It is hosted by Jezra, and is about 11 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, Flapping comes a boot old hardware, and how I use it. They should not be forgotten, and they should be powered on. Hello, HPR listeners. My name is Jezra, and today I'm recording an HPR episode on an old piece of hardware. And this episode, in fact, will be about that old piece of hardware. The hardware that I am recording on is a Toshiba Satellite L445-S5000. This computer, it's a laptop, was released in 2009. It has 250 gigabyte hard drive, amazingly huge, yes, I know, a 15.6 inch screen, which I absolutely love. I mean, it's huge. It is a big screen. It's probably why I still continue to use this piece of hardware. Uh, There is two gigabytes of RAM and a DVD drive By no means is this a fast machine, especially compared to contemporary standards of what one thinks of as a fast machine. Nor can it do uh, er, two things at once. There's, I can do one thing at a time. For example, right now I am recording on this computer using Audacity, and I could probably open up Firefox at the same time. It would not be ideal, and it would take a couple seconds for the Firefox app to load, but that's okay, because I don't need to use this computer to do multiple things at a time. Really, I need it to do one thing at a time. For example, right now, I'm recording an HPR episode using this 12-year-old laptop. To be honest, I'm not using just the laptop to record this episode. I also have a USB headset that is recording the audio, and I need to use this USB headset because I've disassembled this laptop a few times, multiple times. During the disassemble, reassemble process, one of the speaker wires got ripped out, and the microphone wire got ripped out. So what I have is a fairly weak laptop with an amazing screen that has a single speaker, no microphone, limited RAM, a slow processor. Oh, That would be a single-core Intel 2.2 gigahertz processor, by the way. This laptop is the last device I purchased where I had to pay the Microsoft tax. That is to say, I purchased a laptop that had Microsoft Windows pre-installed, and I replaced that installation with Linux, and therefore I should get a refund for that licensing fee for Microsoft, which, of course, uh, OEMs are not very fond of providing, and I never got a refund for it. But that's okay, 
currently this device is running Arch Linux using kernel 5.15.12, which was compiled Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. So it's still fairly, fairly recent kernel. And because I'm running Arch, which is a rolling release, all of my software is currently up to date. This is a computer that's over a decade old running the latest and greatest version of Audacity and Firefox and Terminal. And it does exactly what I need it to do, which isn't really much. What I primarily use this laptop for is transferring images off of my digital camera onto a computer so that I can then manipulate the images, crop them, that sort of thing. And the process goes something like this. It's morning time. I've made some coffee, I'm sipping that coffee, I'm looking out the window. Where I live, there is a pond, so it's quite frequent that when I look out the window, there's going to be an interesting critter near the pond that I want to take a picture of. And I will put down my cup of coffee, and I will pick up my digital camera. It is a Canon OES-77D. And I will go outside and clickety-click-click-clickety-click-click some pictures of... Well, mostly it's been waterfowl ducks, herons. Well, I guess herons aren't exactly waterfowl. Uh, so, um, waterfowl and stilt chickens. So, the long-legged birds and ducks and geese, that sort of thing. The occasional American river otter and whatever else happens to be around. So, I'll take those pictures and I will come back inside, connect my camera to this laptop with a USB cable, and then I will run a very basic shell script that I wrote that I call Get Photos. Yeah, how boring is that? And what Get Photos will do, it is a wrapper for the GPhoto 2 library. If you don't know what the GPhoto 2 library is, the basic description from Wikipedia is this. GPhoto is a set of software applications and libraries for use in digital photography. GPhoto supports not just retrieving of images from camera devices, but also upload and remote controlled configuration and capture, depending on whether the camera supports those features. Released under the GNU Lesser General Public License, GPhoto is free software. The script I use is written in Bash and has six commands that do the following. Determine the name of a target directory. And the target directory for me is home slash user, which is me, slash photos, slash a formatted date, which is in the yyyy-mm-dd underscore hm format, basically. So it will be the full year dash the month zero padded dash the day zero padded underscore the hour and minute which are also zero padded and that creates a unique directory every single time I run this script so I will take a bunch of pictures and then I'll come inside and transfer the pictures onto the computer and it will put all of those pictures in a directory named for now basically whenever I run the script 
Once the directory name is determined, makeDir creates that directory, then the script cds into that directory, and at that point I run pkill-f gphoto2 to just end all instances of gphoto2. When the camera is plugged into the laptop and powered on, the desktop environment, which for me is LXDE, starts running some gphoto to determine whether or not I want to mount the device as a drive or some such, and so I just have the script kill that, because that means absolutely nothing for me. I don't want that. The fifth line, or I should say the fifth command, is gphoto2 dash dash get dash all dash files, which, unsurprisingly, gets all files from the camera and saves them to the directory. After that, the script runs gphoto2 dash capital D capital R, which will delete recursively all of the files on the camera. So to recap, make a directory based on the date and time now. CD into that directory, kill all instances of gphoto2, get all photos from the camera into the directory, and then delete all photos on the camera. At that point, the script is done. So the camera is turned off and unplugged from the laptop. Then I open up the images in Nomax, which is a lightweight QT-based image viewer and editor that runs much more smoothly on this computer than the GIMP. To be honest, for what I need to do, the GIMP is going to be way overpowered. It is incredibly powerful software that I love, but when I just need to crop an image or resize an image, especially on a low-power computer, I'm going to use different piece of software. As I go through the images using Nomax, I will delete the images that are out of focus, blurry, don't show what I want to see, and then start finding certain images that I really want to crop and save. And, and that's what I do. I'll crop it, save it, and then upload it somewhere and make some witty comment about there was a merganser or there was a barking water skunk. That would be a river otter, by the way. Uh, possibly a stilt chicken comment about an egret or heron and makes me laugh, so it's good. And then eventually, I finally will record an HPR episode about the entire process and upload that as well. So there you have it, folks, my old acquaintance and how I use this old acquaintance. Do you, by chance, have an old piece of hardware lying around that you still use because for whatever reason you just can't get rid of it? Cool! I want to hear about it. Please record a show so that I can. And on that note, have yourself a wonderful day. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.